Yo, yo, back again, back again. Welcome, Parental Advisory Podcast. We're here. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> this uh, episode of Parental Advisory is actually sponsored by William Spice. Bam, you can check them out right here. You can find them on Instagram at Will, W-I-L-L-Y-U-M Spice. Um, no underscores, or you could check them out on the website, www.williamspice.com. They are a husband and wife owned fresh, all natural spices and seasoned blends. Very dope. Once again, support black business. Let's go. Yes. So uh, we're back here again. We have Tiffany, Terrence, and Marquita joining us remote from Michigan. Murder Mitten. Dirty Glove, baby. (laughs) Boss up. (laughs) Let me stop. But no, we're here today and we're just going to talk to you guys, as always, about positive tips, solutions and situations that we all face as parents. So today what we're going to talk about is the balancing of responsibilities of parenting, Mm -hmm. which is always a hot topic. It is. Because somebody Mm -hmm. always pulls their weight and somebody doesn't. So, uh, well, not all the time. Sometimes no. you have a balance, but, you know. I'm 2%. I know, I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, you know, I really feel like that balance is something that we all kind of struggle with. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you have somebody that doesn't want to pull their weight and you got somebody that wants to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in my experience, you know, currently I'm a co-parent and I'd like to believe that we do a great job of balancing things out. Um, you know, my ex-wife gave a great blueprint. <laughs> you know, I'll be <laughs> honest. I give her her props. That's true. Yeah, great blueprint. And I just had to follow it. So um, I've amended things and made it work for me. But, you know, it, it served our daughter the best. Yes, that's, that's, what, what, that's what it's about, right? It's that's what it's about. It's about the kid. Yeah. You put yourself and put your ego and your pride to aside, the side. To the side. So, you know, it's so many things that we could talk about, you know, when you start talking about balancing of responsibilities. But, mm-hmm. you know, one of the main things, you know, once your kids start getting active mm-hmm. and are joining sports or in school or daycare is that pick up and drop off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I know, you know, at one point my situation was different. You know, I would only have to pick up. I didn't have to really do any dropping off or whatnot. Okay. But as you know, my daughter grew, she started doing swim, gymnastics, karate, and it was a mix of things. So we kind of pretty much took turns with who would pick up, who would drop off. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what worked for me. What have you seen for you guys have had to work, you know, in your situation? Situations with how you guys have handled kind of that pick up, drop off, take to school, all that good stuff. Yeah, you're, say, you're uh, fairly new, right? Yeah, I'm saying I can go to this because it's, uh, balance is critical, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that ha- the benefit of actually having you know mother and father in the same household having similar schedules. And so for the morning, it's work for me. I can actually drop Landon off to daycare. It's only about 15 minute commute, opposite way at work adds to my commute time in the morning. I can listen to some podcasts. I can listen to some um, some inspirational things before I go to the office and deal with the whole staff of people who come to my office every 10 minutes. <laughs> so um, I think from a balance standpoint, you know, she picks him up in the afternoons. Um, and usually that's our time to kind of say, okay, we're both here together now. We can do dinner together or we can worry about the balance of food and things of that nature. Um, we're not at the point of actually having any type of after-school activities just yet. Mm-hmm. But it's worked out great, and that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a benefit of actually having that. But like today, um, daycare was closed. Mm. So uh, me, I had to take off work today. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. And so that's kind of the thing. That's a good thing to have. 
because if you only have a single parent, sometimes you can't necessarily yeah, do that. Tough. Yeah. And so um, I think that balance has been helpful, and, and I'm, I'm blessed to actually have that ability. So yeah. let me ask you, since you're taking the baby to daycare mm-hmm. in the morning, who is getting up and getting him or her? Him. Him. Who is getting him ready? Um, definitely she is. So um, <laughs> definitely, you know, hesitation. I just know I need to be out the house by like eight thirty, ideally. And so, um, you know, he gets up at six. And he wants to oh, Jesus. come in the room. He, he, he wants to you? literally come hang out in the bed and um, all that good stuff. So yeah, she feeds him <laughs> and gets him dressed um, and everything of that nature. So once when I come down and I'm getting ready, I grab his lunch and. Uh, Bottles and I get them out the house, so that that's a blessing too. Because I, can, I I'm not I can't do that. Okay. Yeah. So that's balance in itself. Yeah, okay. It really is. I can appreciate that. Um, for me, let's see. As a married woman, um, we shared a lot of those responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say too often though. Um, my ex-husband toured a lot, um, so I was home a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, as a single woman now uh i definitely do all of it so i'm dropping off i'm picking up i'm taking to practice i'm buying sports equipment i'm doing a lot with that being said um i got divorced two and a half years ago so my daughters were a lot older more Mm self-sufficient so that helped a lot with my three-year-old son he pretty much has four mamas yeah my daughters do Mm -hmm. a lot for him without me even having to ask they just they just have that relationship um but i'm still um the uber the family uber Mm -hmm. um the atm machine um automatically tiffany's money right (laughs) (laughs) at least you know um um, now I'm a, a track coach. Um, anything that my kids want to do, I, if I have to YouTube or Google it, you know, I'm going to yeah, figure it exactly. out. But I am definitely the go-to. Uh, I, I currently share custody with my my son. Um, so I have him one week. He has him one week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have something called a parenting plan when you go through divorce. I know all about so, it. So um, <laughs> what I cover or what I have a tiebreaker on is uh, education and health. And he has religion and any extra activities. So at three years old, my son is probably just going to get into extra activities maybe mm-hmm. this time next year. So we haven't gotten gotten there with him. Okay. Um, but when that time comes, um, I totally want to be involved. So I don't care what week, you know, if I have to be there. It, it really is not a... Um, a budge for me, meaning it's not a it's not a bad thing. I don't I'll do the work, you know. So it's yeah. not it's not a negative on my part. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I'm I'm okay with taking the bulk okay. of the energy or the work. Do you ever run into like conflict? Like I know you have you know your week set up. Is there ever conflict <laughs> where somebody's like, well, I want to take them here this this um, week, even though it's not my week or my right. day? Unfortunately, we do not have the best relationship mm. right now. Mm. Um, so we are going through a, a custody change mm-hmm. in this moment. Um, so I will say for me, for instance, uh, his third birthday, I struggle with that. I'm mm-hmm. a mom that has 15-year-old daughters. I've never, ever missed a birthday. Mm. I've never missed a birthday of my kids, maybe a right. birthday party somewhere else, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So mm-hmm. in saying that, I had a birthday party for my son on a Saturday. His birthday was on a Monday. I was not physically with him on Monday, and I was mm-hmm. physically sick. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. was ill. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked to take him for lunch, and t- you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's unfortunate. I, I'm praying through it, but I would hope in You'll the future, yeah. yes, it, you know, get, it's going to get yeah. better. So mm-hmm. the answer to that question is no. Yeah. Um, I remember having a monster truck idea. My son is crazy about monster trucks. Right. He happened to have them on that Saturday. Hey, can I take him for a couple hours? Got no response. So um, it's it's unfortunate, but I would definitely say 
when you're going through that kind of thing, don't be. But it's really not about you. Yeah, when I say not, not about yeah. you, I mean disconnect mm -hmm. your emotions from that. You know how you divorced, how you went through with that kind of thing, because it heavily affects my son. Yeah. Heavily affects him. Um, I just know the missed opportunities. You know that we could have had, even as a family unit. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. So yeah, that is a, that is a battle right now. But when I have him, I have him, and you know yeah. I, I take full responsibility. That's for good. Him. I mean, oh. it's interesting you say um, about the taking yourself out of it because like you know I've gone through a divorce and there was a situation a couple years ago where it was the Fourth of July and I was actually out of town and my ex-wife wanted to take my daughter down to visit my family in Alabama and I'm like. You know, that's my family. You're right. going for the mm -hmm. holidays and blah, blah, blah. Lo and behold, that was the last time that my daughter would see my father because he oh, actually wow. passed away oh, oh, wow. that following September. Wow. So that kind of put it into yeah. perspective for yeah. me. Like, you know mm -hmm. what? Although I was tightening my feelings, you know, my ex was really just trying to, yeah. you know, let yeah. my child be mm -hmm. with, you know, her yeah. grandparents. And yeah. lo and behold, unbeknownst to me, that would be the last time that she would be able to, you know, right. hold him and do all of that. So, yeah. you know, like you said, sometimes, and I've learned, you do have to take yourself out yeah. of it and allow, you know, the kid to get what they're going to benefit from um, the, the most. And that's true, because you were probably on some island in Peninsula, July 4th, having a blast. Oh, right. <laughs> I know, I was. I was in Chicago living my best life. Best Rooftop, life. Take Chicago weekend. Top, partying. Maybe just, you're just yeah. jumping and on. Yeah. Go, take the baby, go see granddad. You know, right. And I was tight about it, too. I was tight. I was like, yo, what are you doing? I'm partying. Right. How dare you take them to see my How family? How dare you take them to see well, my I'm family while I'm having a blast? And she see? just ignored me and kept it pushing. But we're in a better place. Great move, now, though. That's why mm -hmm. I said, like, you know, for you, Tiff, I hope that, you know, time will prevail yes, and that you will, will be able to. It will. Yeah, it, it will. I'm just going to keep speaking it. It will. What about you, Kiki? Kiki. Um, at single parent, I pretty much do it all, but we go by the whole, like, the village raises mm -hmm. the kids. So yeah. between me, my parents, That's my awesome. brothers, my everybody, everybody kind of takes a role in godparents. Everybody takes a role. Like, right now, like, my youngest one is with her godmother. My oldest one had to work. Um, my mom picks them up and, you know, does things. So uh, with my youngest one, her dad, um, I have the more flexible work schedule. So mm -hmm. I'm able to do more. So I do the school, the drop-offs in the morning, pick-ups, and all that other stuff. So, yeah. um, with the flexible work schedule, I kind of do it. Um, I've learned a long time ago that if I don't ask, nobody's going to do anything. Hello. So, right. um, and just, you know, with, with both their dads, it's always been like, well, you didn't ask me. And I'm like, oh, mm. yeah, you're right. I so, that. if I ask, they, they typically they typically come through. Like, if I mm -hmm. ask, they, they do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first I take. No, and that's huge, too, the flexible, because, mm -hmm. you know, personal experience i have a relatively flexible schedule i build my own schedule my ex she mm -hmm. always joke with her because i'd be like do you work because you always like mm -hmm. texting and sending like random you know like stuff is always zoe, zoe related but i'm like right. do you do any work mm -hmm. but it does help because there are times when you know for instance like today i'm technically zoe's with me i let her know like look this is what i'm doing so can you and you know it works out and right. there's times when because i do live relative i live very close to Zoe school, her, um, all of her activities. So there are times when my ex may be like, Hey, look, I have this going on. Can you pick it up? Mm -hmm. You know, and I can do that, but that doesn't work for everyone. Right. You know, everybody yeah. doesn't have that, you know, that, that, that privilege if right. you to do that. So, mm -hmm. and that's another thing too. I know sometimes say, for example, you are busy and your, uh, spouse or baby's father or whoever they're busy at the same time. How comfortable are you with, 
other family members or other people at the support system or neighbors or yeah. friends mm-hmm. to actually step in and do some of those uh, drop-offs or, or, or take the practice? How comfortable mm-hmm. are you just yet with your own kid? I'm very finicky with my children. <laughs> very. <laughs> Meaning, like, even you saying that like, you're dropping the baby off at one to a daycare is like, <sighs> You know, um, I had an at-home babysitter Look at you. for my kids. That's first uh, world um, right there. Baller. Yeah, right? I, I, they oh. had, yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Um, my son is three, no daycare. Um, I, I'm just real finicky. Yes, um, I would say I do another podcast in the same studio. And I think one time I was running behind and I called a really good friend of mine. But um, there's nothing else in this world that is as important as me being there for my kids. Oh, that's real. So um, I can't say that I have been relying on anyone other than myself. And But Kiki brings up a really good point saying if you don't ask, yep. you know, yeah. so um, I struggle with that. Um, like he says, I do a lot. <laughs> um, and I feel like until I'm physically not able to do it, then that's just what, you know, that's, that when that time comes is when I'm going to face that. But for the most part, uh, there's nothing that I have on my plate right now that was not meant to be on my plate right now. And I truly believe that. So, no, I don't. I'm not comfortable. At, and you know what? It's not that I'm not comfortable. Um, a lot of it is comfortability. And a, a, the other half of it is it's, this is my responsibility. True. Yeah. So I know how some things can even be inconvenient for me sitting in 30 minutes of traffic just to get to pick your behind up, mm-hmm. you know, and to bring you back. It's kind of like that's on me. I did yep. that. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't want to put that on someone unless they ask. Now, if someone asks. Um, in the relationship that I'm in right now, he's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, he will actually stay at work longer so that he can not sit through traffic and be able to pick up my girls right after oh, you know, track that's practice. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that's that's new for me. Yeah. These are not his children. Yeah, because everyone's he, not going to do that. Yeah, nope. yeah he, these are not his children. So um, he'll have dinner prep. You know, things like that that I'm not used to, but oh, I don't have. All right, yeah, he's, no, a, he's, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. But I don't ask these things. So I'm learning. And it's so funny that Kiki brought that up because that is a, a recent conversation. Like, I didn't know. It's like, why wouldn't you know? Yeah. You know? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just assume people know and, and they just, they don't. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'll help. I can do this. You know, you don't, you just let me know. And um, I don't. So I'm yeah. learning. Yeah, it's wild you say that. And I'm glad you brought that up too, Terrence, because like in my situation, fortunately, I have my mother lives in the same city. That's so question. that's always an option. But there are times when none of us are available. And to be honest, like my ex is dating someone. And I actually said to her one day, I was like, you know, what are we going to do if all of us are not available? I was right. and I actually brought it up. I was like, you know, you've been with your guy at this point for some time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with if none of us are available him right. picking him Zoe pray. up. Mm-hmm. Right. And she actually said to me, she was like, well, you know, I didn't think you would be cool with that. So I never said it. But it's yeah. the one that, like you said, yeah. if you don't ask, I mean, yeah. I'm fine with it. You know, yeah. y'all have been together for a while. I've, I've met him. We've had conversation. Mm-hmm. He has kids of his own. Okay. So like, I I don't, you know, it's it's a rarity that it'll yeah, ever yeah. happen, but that needs to be a fail set, Yeah. You right. know? Definitely. I'm sorry. And even um, in speaking from someone that was raised by a step parent, I hate to use that phrase by by a bonus parent. um, I learned more about love through him than Mm. I did with my own parents, meaning um, he wasn't obligated to be there for me. So when he did step up, it was like, man, you love me by choice. You love me because you want to be here. And I learned so much about myself and about, you know, extending that kind of love and character to other people. So in saying that, 
I praise you for allowing him to step mm -hmm. into that space because Zoe needs to know that there are other people mm -hmm. that love her that are not because they're her parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know you guys show her abundant uh, abundance of love, but I'm saying that to say he's. I don't. I I know my dad made it. My stepdad, my my bonus dad, made it a point to make it seem to make it like um, I don't just love your mom. I love right. you. I love um, you. I love you. You know, and he made yeah. it. He made that a point. Until this day, the divorce, other children, all that. And my daughters know him as granddad, mm -hmm. but he taught them how to say G pop. G pop. Yeah, G pop. Yeah. And that's my dad. You know, yeah. you can't tell me nothing about that. Um, and I met him 11, 12 years old. So I was, you know, on the older side. Yeah. But he made it a point to learn me, to know me. And that meant a lot for me. It wasn't just my family, but he taught me a lot of that outside love when someone makes a choice on you right. that's rock solid mm -hmm. right. um so i commend you for that and i think you it two should yeah, no i think it me. i think you two <laughs> should <laughs> allow him in that space a little more because that's awesome to have a bonus parent yeah. right. i think that's an awesome thing to yeah. do it's not a downplay at all the fact that you guys even co-parent effectively is a beautiful thing but on top of that now they chose other people that i can now use as a as a back you know mm -hmm. that he got my back too she got my back too so i think that's awesome yeah it definitely takes a village that's like a pop culture um reference right now we always talk about jay-z making a line about you know baby future and having russell wilson oh yeah to be a dad. so think about that yeah. right yeah. but that's that's true yeah. because um you know sometimes those bonus parents can actually show you yeah true affection and love that you actually were lacking prior mm -hmm. beforehand yeah. so um and that's that's real though that's a blessing yeah, that's cool, man. What um, what do you think, Marquita? As far as you know, with you being more a single parent, mm -hmm. you know, kind of, um, you know, I know you said it takes a village, but have you ran into situations where there's like nobody available and you have to like scramble to get somebody? Or would, would you feel comfortable? Yeah. How long do you? I guess there's no time frame, at least not to me. But at what point are you comfortable allowing oh. your spouse, your your person, to be there mm -hmm. and your children rely, rely on them? I don't. I mean, I, I don't think it's a time limit, but I think it's it's definitely something that's been there. Like, there's been my oldest one. Um, she's 14. She worked. One day, she was like, "Hey, I have a job interview," and I was like, "Uh, how are you gonna get there? It's tomorrow." <laughs> after, I, 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 Sound like me. I'm not. I'm not I'm not canceling clients so you can go to the job interview. And so I called my youngest one, one's dad, and he and I are not together. And I, I said, hey, like, um, you know, she has to go to the job interview. And he was like, I got it. Nice. And he, he took her to the job, you know, he took her and everything like that. So it's always been that way. Um, and I have, I don't even want to call him my bonus dad because he's just my dad. Mm -hmm. um, like, Ramey, I, I don't even know if you even, how long it took you to realize that that wasn't, like my biological yeah, I, I, I thought it was nobody nobody knew like they just assumed like he was my dad it wasn't so they met my biological dad they were like oh there's mm -hmm. two of them oh, yeah. you know because mm -hmm. <laughs> you just always call him dad called. true yeah i do i call him dad and and that's just what it is my girls my youngest one doesn't know that there's a difference my oldest one was like nine when she figured out that like one was actually my dad and the other one wasn't she was blew her whole i'm brain almost exploded we always almost saw it but yeah i think it's definitely um something to look at for everybody to like participate like i said everybody in my family they do and that's just how we all are you yeah. know aunties grandparents yeah you know uncles 
cousins. I think that's, that's really yeah. important. Um, my mm-hmm. mother was really tight with me. Mm-hmm. And I guess I get a lot of that from her because I'm pretty <laughs> finicky with my children. <laughs> but I do, I'm even finicky with like what friends come around my kids mm-hmm. and that that's kind of thing. But I do allow them to socially be themselves. So yeah. I'm not like mm-hmm. locked down, you know, you're not going nowhere kind of thing. But my mom was really like that. Um, and my mother was really young when she had me. So later on in life when she became more busy and in her 20s, she was like, dang, I got a kid. You know, yeah, I became, yeah. I, I was at my grandmother's house quite a bit. So she, for the most part, raised me. I call her mom more. Um, I, I, my daughters actually did not know that that was not my mother right. until I told them maybe like five years ago. They actually thought my grandmother was my mother forever because she's just the one that's been a staple in my life for a really long time. Um, my mother was more like my sister. You know, my mom had me when she was 15. So okay. she had me really young. Um, but in in saying that, I had to unlearn a lot of things that my mother taught me um, while I was at my grandmother's house. Um, just like, you know, sitting and being to myself. I, mean, I was I was a single kid for or the lonely kid for a long time where at my aunt, my grandmother's house. One thing she hated us being in the room. It was like there's a family room. Come watch right. TV with everyone. Yeah. You know, my mom was she wanted her alone time because, again, she's in her early 20s. She's yeah. like, she don't want to do with me at the, that very moment. So I had to unlearn a lot of things that I now implement in my parenting now. Um, my daughters are 14 and 15 years old, and they just got a TV in their room like two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> because yeah, that's what, I'm really that's big on family time. And sure. even now, it's like, come, girlies, come watch a movie with me. They don't give me no pushback or nothing like that. We might fall asleep, but I'm really big on, I'm at work where I'm, you know, I'm running my errands during the day, and you're at school. So when are you spending time with me? You know no, what I'm saying? No, my that's daughters good. will be out the house in like in yeah. a heartbeat. So, um, I say that to say the whole village thing, that that's awesome. That's a great, I wish I had that, you know. Um, I even wish I had that even right now. I don't live around family right now, but um, the family that I do consider family, they're my friends, and they're awesome, and they treat my daughters as if they're theirs. So Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. a good point. You talked about family time because that's, that's a balance, too, yeah. right there when we talk about it. I was raised in a scenario where in the evenings, my mom, my dad, you know, we had dinner together. We sat yeah. at the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times in this generation now, you see people, you know, they're eating in their room, yep. they're eating to yep. go, or they're eating before yep. practice and eating on the go. And so um, having that type of family setting, you know, I, well, I don't have a TV in our bedroom now. Oh, wow. We just don't. Um, and that's just kind of, you know, when we're there, you're there. But now I think mobile phones kind of taking over. Oh, yeah. yeah. That aspect. Yeah, yeah. And iPads. Well. iPads. Yeah. I'm guilty of it. Right, right, yeah. right. I'm guilty. But here's a question for you, because this is a, a topic that kind of spawns something, uh, another thought. Say, for example, Zoe and your ex's um, current boyfriend, they develop a really, really close relationship. And they're mm-hmm. spending a lot more time together than maybe you are, or the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a scenario where then your daughter starts to view him as the new dad, like dad. How would you feel with that one where someone else kind of takes over that responsibility as dad instead of you? You know what I'm saying? Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like I, I, now one thing I do want is for them to have a relationship. Yeah. If that's who's going to be around for sure. But one thing that is going to be known and, he respects that as well as that I'm always going to be dad. And there are certain things, you know, that we are going to bond on that I, you know, unless I just go AWOL, you know, there's not a situation where I could see somebody, you know, being able to come into my situation and kind of overtake me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be the one that's taking you to school in the morning. I'm going to be the one that's bathing you until she can bathe herself. I'm going to be the one that's helping you brush your teeth, wipe you behind, do all of that stuff. Right. Because there are certain lines that, 
I feel, you know, and I, I grew up in a situation where when I would go visit my father during the summer, my when I was younger, uh, my stepmom wouldn't bathe me, you know, my dad, you know, until I was able to do that. You know, right. she would never spank me. She would be like, you in trouble, but I'm going to wait until your father Uh-oh. gets home because she didn't want to blur that line. True. So, you know, on my end, you know, it's more or less on my job to ensure because I can't control what bond happens when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But I have to make sure that when I'm with Zoe and we're together, she knows like, hey, daddy's going to be here. Daddy's going to do this. Daddy's going to do this. Although you know, uh, ex-wife's boyfriend is going to be around, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. And you want that, you know, there shouldn't be that blurred line, Absolutely. Yeah. you know, but I, I like I said, I've, I've witnessed at her birthday party, you know, I'm, I don't really witness them around each other because mm-hmm. just the way things are set up. But I, I saw them at her birthday party and they had their little handshake and did their thing. And right. I'm cool with that. Okay. You know, I'm not a jealous person, you know, like in that sense. So, you know, I want there to be a relationship, but um, it's not going to be no blurred line. She knows right. who daddy is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but no, that's good. But that kind of segues a little bit into, you know, more or less kind of like the custody aspect, mm-hmm. you know, and the actual time that's spent because that plays a huge role as well. Um, When I initially got a divorce, I really, by paperwork, I only had to have my daughter Tuesday and Wednesday and alternate weekends. And I put a checks and balance on myself, which I think my ex-wife was surprised because she knows I did like to be in those streets at one point. That's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact. So I put a self-imposed checks and balance on myself. I said, hey, I know the paperwork says this, but I want to actually have her every day after school so that we could still have that daily bond. So I would pick her up from school. We would do something, maybe go to the park. We would go home and to hit on what you said, we would sit down and have dinner as mm-hmm. a family, me and her. You know, sometimes it would be Chick-fil-A, but sometimes it would be we cooking something. Chick-fil-A is delicious, though. Chick-fil-A yeah. is bomb. That's not a plug for Chick-fil-A. We just live in Georgia <laughs> and it's bomb. But, you know, I, I wanted... I'm not feeling it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to ensure because now I was not in the house every day right. um, that, hey, you know, we still had daily interaction and daily bonds so that she would grow up knowing, you know, okay, you know, dad is going to be there. And we've since then changed our co-parenting to now we have more 50-50. So we do two, two, three. She's with me two days, her two days, and then the weekend. Mm -hmm. So it's more evenly distributed. And it gives her a chance to kind of have her day, you know, have her time. So, um, yeah, I feel like, too, with with the judicial system, a lot of times um, if you're trying to look at a custody scenario between a mom and a dad, Historically, the numbers have shown that, you know, the courts give it the custody to the moms a lot more. Um, A lot of times uh, the dads just have a weekend Mm -hmm. set or a couple of days. And I don't think that's fair. Um, I think that that's something that uh, should be expounded upon a little bit more because I feel as if that's giving an unfair advantage to the love that um, that child will have with their dad as well um, because they're not going to see them all the time. Mm -hmm. And then that type of scenario, too, as well, um, maybe you actually have – a father who maybe is more absent on purpose. Um, I, I just don't, I, I hate that. I hate that for the system. I wish it was more of a 50-50 split type of scenario across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that too as well? Um, that's tough. I, I'm currently in a 50-50 split after my divorce. So I have him one week, he has him one week. Um, and right now uh, I still live in the same area that we lived in together. Mm-hmm. He decided to move an hour plus away. Mm-hmm. So because of that, my son does not go to school every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, he is raising him differently in his household mm-hmm. than I'm raising my son in my household. Um, 
and it it heavily affects my son. Meaning, when he comes back home, I kind of have to retrain, retrain yeah. in a sense. Yeah. He, it, I get him Sunday nights, and, and my son, we call him Mozzie. Mozzie's not back to Mozzie until about Tuesday, Wednesday. Wow. Um, I have noticed it. My daughters have noticed it. Really good friends have noticed it from the way he talks to me to that kind of thing. Now, his father is currently with someone who has children the same age as my son. Um, but again, obviously the way that they're disciplining, the way that they speak in that home is very, very different than the way it is uh, in my home. So I commend you guys for having that awesome co-parenting relationship. Um, but it doesn't always work when it's 50-50. Yeah, my true. son is, um, it's it's causing trauma. And I, I can wow. say that, I can say that openly. Um, I can see it in his attitude. Um, and I know that it, it's, it's, it's tough for him even. Um, the whole replacing parent thing, um, that's a trigger for me. Mm -hmm. So, and I say that because I am all about a bonus parent. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. I, I even said that earlier. Um, but when my son or my kid knows someone for eight months and is calling the mom, that's a problem for me. Yeah. I've yeah. never met this person. Not one time, wow. not one that's time. Wild. So, Dang. um, although, I went into it with a big, with an open heart, meaning once we got divorced, I do not feel like I need to get him more than you. Let's split this thing in the middle. And now that we're here, it's affected, that decision that I made affected my son. Um, so I do wish I wouldn't have made that decision. I am now paying for it, yeah. meaning with my son and how um, we're interacting or my son's behavior and with this expensive behind lawyer. So, yeah, um, so, yeah, so legal fees ain't, yes, legal fees are crazy. Ooh. shout out to my lawyer though. She is the shit, <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, that, that's, that, that's a tough topic because again, I went into it with an open heart saying you are dad, I am mom and we should have him equally. And my son was just months old, you know? So, um, that was even uh, difficult to wean away from the breast milk and that kind of thing. But we made a decision as, um, adults to get a divorce. This was not working for us. We need to make effective decisions as co-parents. Cause now it's not about us. Okay. Now we're not working anything out. It's about him. And, um, because of that and, you know, the decisions that he's now making without me, and rightfully so, he has his own life, um, it's affecting our son now. So I don't know what the end goal is because my heart, is, my heart posture is still, you should have him 50% and I should too. But um, not knowing he's who he's around, not even knowing the county that he's in mm. when he's not with me, you know, that is, that is super, super tough for a, not a new mom. I've been a mom more than half of my life at this point. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it's a really tough it's a trigger for me big time trigger for me but I'm, I'm cool with the bonus mom thing awesome i yeah. think it's great that you look at my son as if he is yours but you will never be me so marquita i guess i want to ask you you know just like what's your opinion i'm sure you know with you know your field you come in you hear these scenarios regularly you know with you know maybe the parents or the kids like how do you how have you kind of you know guided to combat you know, that, you know, the retraining, because I've heard that, you know, that you, they're at one parent's house for mm -hmm. a week or so, and then they come back and they have to be retrained or even the whole bonus parent aspect and that, like, how have you, you know, kind of guided that conversation when it's, when it's been presented to you? So, you know, um, what Tiffany was talking about is definitely something that I see um, or that I've heard many, many times about the whole retraining. The retraining comes from going to another parent's house from going to a grandparent's house anybody that has anytime they're going to someone else's house that has different rules and different kind of setup than your own there's always kind of this retraining part of trying to you know get them back on track to the way you do things at your house uh, one of the biggest things as they get older they become a little bit more accustomed to trying to figure out you know 
what rules are for each place. So I know Tiffany, you're from three, right? right? Yeah. So right now it was a little bit difficult to kind of like adjust to, okay, this is what I can do here, but I can't do this here. Oh, he as he gets older, <laughs> as he gets older, he starts to, he'll, he'll, he's, He'll be able to catch on a little quicker yeah. mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, one of the biggest things I, I always tell parents is like, that the parents eventually have to become on the same page with it. Yeah. Because if not, um, as a kid gets older, they'll adjust, but then they start taking advantage. Yeah, like kids, absolutely. They, they, once they see the slightest bit of like, oh, I can do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pounce on it. Oh, and, yeah. and that's one of the things. So a lot of times I, I advise, um, I've seen, you know, I've done parenting sessions and done family sessions to try to get the parents to at least be semi on the same page, not necessarily have the same rules because everybody's entitled to do their own thing separately, but something to where um, it it's beneficial to the kid. If we're looking yeah. at it like, okay, the child has to be, you know, is the important piece, not about us, it's about yeah. the child. So it's trying to figure out how to make that work. Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. So, I mean, I guess I, the last thing we'll kind of can touch on is, you know, more or less, um, this is the fun part, the financial aspect, yeah. the financial responsibilities, because, you know, normally somebody is more of the breadwinner and somebody, you know, may not be. And I know in my youth, when I was more of the breadwinner and I, I'm, I'm one that can admit my faults, you know, I sometimes would hold that over my ex's head a little mm-hmm. bit and be like, well, yo, I mm-hmm. pay for this and I pay for that and I do that. So I shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z, which is not right. It's not right, folks. It's not yeah. right, right. You know, but I, mm-hmm. I've had to learn. I've had to learn that. So, you know, what would you say, you know, how have you guys handled that? And I mean, you don't have to get into the, the deets of your finances. I mean, I know engineers and event, you know, <laughs> planners and, you know, therapists, I know pockets is deep, you know, but I'm just saying, how do you guys handle those conversations when they come up because it, it's a real conversation and that's that's a true point um you ever you can't buy love at all yeah and, and that's needs to be put out there but from an overall standpoint you know if you are pre- preparing or, or um, providing a place for someone to stay um clothes food you know day-to-day responsibilities that's your that's what you're supposed to be doing exactly. right. that's not mm-hmm. something that's a, a plus or right. a given um i know with a lot of scenarios when people are estranged or are not necessarily with someone, they will provide uh, you know, financial support in terms of child support, mm-hmm. right? And I really kind of hate that whole child support type of aspect because um, it's, say, for example, a, a mother or a father is just throwing money at a scenario or a situation trying to say, I'm doing enough. And you're not right? Um, because mm-hmm. you're not necessarily there or being supportive. Um, I've been blessed in a scenario where both have um, corporate kind of jobs and also side jobs as well. And so from a daycare standpoint, we've been able to do that and split those costs. Mm-hmm. Um, from a mortgage standpoint, being able to kind of split some of those costs mm-hmm. and, and uh, things of that nature. But daycare is expensive, y'all. Ooh, I didn't know this. Like yes. college. Like, That's this is crazy. It. Tuition. <laughs> it really is. Like, you, I, was, I was saying, we can go buy a Bentley or something, yeah. like, just to have it. But, um, I mean, it's a weekly thing. It really right. is. I'm paying again. Well, I used to have to pay even if the school was closed. closed. It's still Exactly. Yeah, oh. You still have to pay it. It's yeah. wild. It's tuition. Yeah, it's getting it's you ready it for really tuition. Is. Right? It really is. And, and so I say, you know, I, I think that uh, each person's scenario is different. Some people um, say the mom doesn't work, the dad works, or vice versa. Uh, yeah. People have different scenarios. But I do think... Um, if that's your responsibility, you brought a child into this world, you Absolutely. should actually support them and not necessarily throw money at the scenario. But 
um, provide them all the things that they need and have a better life than you had. Yeah, I agree, uh, Terrence. Growing up. Because I've had, I've had people that I've dated, they're like, well, you have 50-50 custody. Why do you even pay child support? And I'm like, it's my child, yo. Right. Like, right. I mean, Crazy. I get it. Like, well, right. first of all, I'm like, get out of my pockets. Are True. we able to go out on a date? Are we able to do the things that we want to do? Right. So you shouldn't be concerned. Am I saying, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do this because I got my child support? No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I'm caring for my child, you know, and it's not about who, I mean, I mean, by the state of Georgia, it's the who, high, who's the higher earner, yeah. but it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, I'm caring for the child as though I were still in the household. And if it's not hurting me, why should you even be concerned about True. it? But, you know, it's a responsibility. Like you said, you chose to bring a child into the world. Mm-hmm. So you should, you know, financially contribute to the, you know, raising of that child. True. I have a question for you. So you mentioned um, you dating, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you started dating someone that has children. Mm-hmm. Um and that person it may not be on child support mm-hmm. or may, maybe they are on child support. Are you OK with. OK, let me ask this first question. If Zoe's mom asked you for extra money, would you give it to her? Aside from what I'm giving her in child support? Yeah. She got a man, don't she? That's my question. So so okay. With that being said, with that being said, with that being said, with that being said, now yeah. flip the scenario. So now you're now with someone. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and. Would you be okay with her asking, you know, let's say it's track uh, rehearsal or something tomorrow that the kid needs something right then and there and they just can't reach out or they, they're able to reach, they can't reach out to the other person. Are you okay with paying that? Are you okay with your girlfriend asking this person for money knowing that she got you or? Right. Hmm. It's kind of a double standard. Mm, it is. Right. I mean, I, would I be fine? You're saying, would I be fine with her asking like her dude for money or asking? Yeah. Me? Oh. I mean, that's the that's the daddy, right? I mean, I hey, what if it's not kid related? Oh, because what Zoe's mom's asking for it, sh- it should what oh. you're paying for child support is it should yeah, cover yeah, it. Yeah. But she's saying I need she, I need I can I get X amount for this really fast, you know? And it's not kid related. And it's not kid related. No boy, no. Sorry, I don't. You would say no. And I have some scenarios too. <laughs> I'm a, I'm kind of a jerk, <laughs> but I have some scenario. I have some friends too, and this is multiple people have this scenario. I have a scenario worth um. One of my friends had a child's mother ask for more funds. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person he was with at that point in time got a little upset about the fact that she was asking for more money for uh, their child. And he was like, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to, if he needs another $300 a month, I'm going to give right. that to him because that's my kid. And that's none of your business, actually, because it's not your money. Yeah. And so I feel as if scenarios such as that. Are not necessarily anybody else's responsibility. You shouldn't. Have, you, you can have an opinion about it, but you can't really yeah. get upset if someone else is going to actually contribute when you can't, right? Yeah. Or when you didn't, right? That's why I feel like the bonus parent mm-hmm. should be involved mm-hmm. because um, because of that type of scenario. There should be a level of comfortability. And I'm not saying ask you know my ex for money. I should uh, you bill me X amount of years. You better give me. Yeah. I'm not right. saying that, but I'm saying that. That co not that co parent that um that bonus uh person should be as involved or more involved with the child and helping and that kind of thing because finances is not your thing that's between mm-hmm. me and this person yeah. so help where you can help out at yeah. you know what I'm saying that kind of thing yeah true it depends though like um between bonus parent and somebody that the other parent is dating I think sometimes those are just two different roles no, I agree. and it just depends on kind of right. what that looks like for them. 
Yeah. She just uh, wanted money for a trip to Essence, I heard. Oh, so, uh, yeah. that's what it was. Uh, not Essence. No, 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 no. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's wild. But, you know, that's that's actually that's actually a solid one and a good segue because, you know, what we're going to talk about in our next episode is actually dating as a parent. Ooh. Both single oh, and dun, married. Dun, okay. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we all have the... The uh, opportunity of dating in Atlanta, which is a whole different ballgame, you know, but um, we're going to definitely touch on that on the next episode. So hopefully uh, today you guys were able to get a few nuggets, some gems that you can take, you know, with your particular response, you know, responsibility of parenting. And, you know, we just ask you to tune in next week and uh, check us out. Once again, this episode was sponsored by William Spice, um, you know, a season of blends. We mm. ask you to support black businesses at all times. Absolutely. And please tune in next week for our titled episode, Dating While Parenting. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. True. Boom. Boom, I need to get on top of that. I'm always it's okay. keeping me it's under. Okay. I'm going to get used it's to it. Right. Follow okay. us on Instagram, the Parental Advisory Podcast. So thanks for tuning in. We look forward to speaking with you next week. And uh, y'all have a good one. Yes. Peace out. <laughs>